Hi, I'm Pastor Kenneth Olusanya of the Vivify Ministries, and it is my joy that your heart is awakened to the finished works of Christ with such powerful simplicity. Are you ready? All right, here we go. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We'll still be praying, but I want you to just have your seat quickly. Just sit down quickly, please. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can we open our Bibles to James chapter 5? From verse 16. You know this one already, right? Can you hear me, by the way? Yes, sir. Okay. It's James chapter 5 from verse 16. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Are you there? Are you there? Yes, sir. This place is too quiet. Are you there? Okay, it's what I are drinking. It says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you will be healed. The next part says, and I'm reading from the NKJV. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man Avails much. Thank you, Spirit of God. I think the Lord wants me to, to go in a different direction. I'll still come to teach on this, hopefully, in time. Please pay attention. When it comes to fulfilling God's will for your life, there's a place that everyone needs to be per time. No matter where you are in your journey, you need to be in this place. It's called contentment. Are you, are you listening? I don't know why, maybe the Lord wants to bless all of this. Contentment. A place called what? Contentment. The truth is, with this journey that we're in, in life, your young adulthood stage, wherever, in fact, wherever you are, you will always find someone better, more good looking, richer, more successful than you. Yes or yes? There will always be someone. Maybe you even hit one milestone, then you see someone else that just, no. The worst place to visit all the social media platforms. The people think it's Twitter or Instagram. No. You know it, right? Go to LinkedIn. You see an 18 year old CEO with two doctorate degrees who has founded five NGOs one in Asia, one in Europe, one in Africa. <laughs> see, eh? God wants you to be secure in His plan. Right? No, we, we are a microwave generation. You want things fast. You want things fast. But in the place of contentment with prayer, I'm telling you, 
can rest assured that everything God wants for you will come to pass. Are you with me? You know, when you think about it, why do we even pray in the first place? The Bible tells us that before we even ask a thing, God already knows we have a need of it. Matthew chapter 6. God already knows you have need of it. So the question is, why are you praying? The reason why we pray is to show our trust. It's to show our submission. It's to show that God, see, we understand things are crazy out there and things are not working right now. But I trust you. I know you know that I need these things, but I'm going to show I trust you by telling you about them. A simple illustration. You have a daughter. How many of you would like to have a daughter first or son first? Let me see. Daughter first. Let me see. Okay. Cool. Some of you want bodyguards. <laughs> okay. And imagine you're in the kitchen and there's a cookie jar up there. And you see your child, your daughter, she's reaching. Jumping, 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 jumping. You'll probably just look at her like, what are you trying to do? You know she wants to get this cookie jar. But many times, you know, when the child now looks to you and tells you, I need help. I want to get this cookie jar. I can't get it without you. Guess what? It, it really helps. Well, if your parent is a nice parent, you know, it would help. But thank God you have a faithful father. Amen? It, it's just a, a concept of trust. That's what it is. That see, right now, in fact, I'm trying to raise money for my masters. But we don't have the phones right now. Things are not working well at home. Can you just take a step back and say, you know what, I'm content with where I am right now. And I know where I'm going. And if every single day that leads me to that point where I'm going to, I'll be content. Are you following me? Many of you, when you got out of school, that toxic comparison came after you. In fact, some of you, while you were still in school, you started hearing that some of your classmates were securing jobs outside. But some of them did not wait to get jobs, they were making jobs. And you're like, God, wait. You probably had a lot of relationships fail. And you're seeing other people have beautiful relationships. You now want you see their status, you now reply, they're blocked. Why? Why are you blocking them? Tell me to receive. Amen. That's a joke. But but the point is this, see, we, we humans are wired to always want more. We're only for twists. No matter how much money you get, I promise you, you always want more. So can you be content with your peace? Can you be content with your with God's plan for your life, with the path you are taking? If you look, and I love this illustration, when you look at Daniel, I beg your pardon, when you look at um, Joseph, and you look at David, very, very similar scenarios. Right, or let me say destinations. But the process was it similar? I can't hear you. Absolutely not. You know, when you think of the story, you see a nice Joseph, you see him, brilliant guy. At the beginning, he already had his vision, vision 2020, whatever. He already knew where he was going. His whole family was going to bow down to him. He was going to be a great guy. David was telling to his sheep. And a prophet came to meet him. He said, no, no, no. I've seen all the sisters. None of them is the one. You have another son. I will wait till you, till you bring him. And he brought 
king was like, what's going on? What's going on? The king and prophet saw him. He said, kneel down. You're the one God chose. Anointed him with oil. He was the, out of all his brothers, he was the one God chose. He was excited. I'm going to be king. You know that song? You know how to know? Yes! It's David. That's, it's not that composite. Some check some. What's the sound? He was excited. So we have two guys on their way to greatness. Soon after, what happens? David's case in Giants comes around. Terrorizes everywhere. And he steps forward. He says, Look, we'll take him down. We'll break his head for you. Ah! Where are you going now? That's what I asked of him. And he literally killed this giant. And he was actually singing songs. Saul had killed thousands, but David killed thousands. The world had blown and exploded. He was trending. But let's look at Joseph. After he received this, the exact opposite happened. His brother sold him to slavery. They threw him in a pit. They lied to their father, they killed him, sold him to slavery. He went to this place, he was doing so well. I was like, okay, maybe this is my, my chance to be something great in Egypt. He was doing well. Only for, hello, Jojo. Joe boy. Come, come. And, I mean, thank God for integrity. But still, he was thrown into prison. To top it off, he was in prison. They were carrying David up and down, celebrating him. If you look at Joseph's life, he interpreted dreams, did all these things. Finally, they released, which of them did they release? The baker or the butler? It was the butler, right? Released the butler. And this guy said, remember me. I said, I don't remember me. He said, ah, ah, you, I'll never forget you. By the time he stepped out, hey, hey, where are we guys, bro, what's up? Forgot about the guy. Until God had to orchestrate a very troubling dream to the Pharaoh. He said, I need someone to interpret. No one could interpret it except Joseph. No one. See, see, if God wants to make something of your life, nothing can stop it except you. Do you hear what I said? Except you. Where did Joseph end up? in command of the entire nation. Egypt saved lives. Through him, he preserved the entire nation of Israel. Do you know that? Look at David. This guy was doing great. Do you understand? His own journey, if they were friends, they happened to know each other. What do you think would happen? Maybe say, David, David, you know, what's happening? He said, man, I just, you didn't want to. I'm not taking the news. Okay, let me tell you. I can't take news, but I'm in prison right now, but just that is me. I have limited phone calls. And David says, man, I killed one giant and I'm going to be king. Wait, what? Are you kidding me, man? God is so good. God is so good. Thank you. God bless you. I, I can't wait. By the time he hangs up, I'm like, man, God, I want your stand First thing that will come to his mind. What is happening with me? See, I'll be very honest with you. You know, when when 
you start something called ministry. There's so many, you have so many visions, you have so many ambitions. You want to see the numbers, you want to see the gospel reach many people. But I'm telling you, there'll be times when the growth will seem like it's stunted. There'll be times you want to use all these gimmicks and all these strategies to get more people. But see, contentment is important though. Every one of you needs to be secure in God. And know confidently that whatever God has said about me will happen. It might delay, but to what? To happen. Did Joseph become that great man that he saw? Was his process easy? Not at all. Was he, was he, did he find favor with God even through that process? Was God pleased with him in that process? That can be you. Don't, and see, let me tell you, as long as you are in this falling world, don't expect things to be easy. Let me give you one reason why. If you want to lose 50 kg now, let me say 10 kg. Just want to lose just bigger 10 kg. Tell me what you have to do to lose that, that amount. <laughs> ah! There's a lady that lost, I think, 15 kg. It took her eight months and she was consistent with eight months of dieting and exercise. But to gain 15 kg, what happens? Ah, just five months. Do you understand? To, 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 Two great things like sometimes it comes with opposition, it comes with struggle, it comes with the pain. God wants to encourage everyone that see, be content. We're in a good place. If you truly are trusting in God at the center of his will, allowing his leadership, come on, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Amen. Let's get to what we're supposed to talk about. I'll just talk about this quickly. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When believers gather like this, a lot of things can happen. Amen. So take advantage of this atmosphere. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. The Lord is here. The angels of the Lord are present with us. Take advantage of it. So, First Corinthians, um, I beg your pardon, First John 5, let's quickly go there. First John 5, from verse 14 to verse 15. You know, what we read before in James 5, it says, the effect of a prayer of a righteous man avails much. It means it makes things happen. This might be one of the effect of a prayer of a righteous man actually makes things happen. What I want you to leave with this charge, or leave going from this charge, is the fact that your prayers work. Yes, sir. Do you believe it? Yes, sir. Your prayers actually work. And you have such a good God who hears you. He hears you. He actually hears you. He actually hears what you are saying to him and takes it seriously. First John 5, from verse 14. Can someone read it for us? Yes. All right, please go ahead. Yeah. This is the confidence we have. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. Okay. That if we ask anything according to His name, He hears us. Fantastic. We know that He hears us, whatever we ask Him. We 
Ah, I love this. I love this. Thank you so much, Dr. Thank you so Lazarus was dead for four good days. 
And by the time he got on the scene, how did he respond? He said, Father, I thank you because you hear me. You always hear me. And I'm doing this so that these people will see. You know, that you hear me. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. Come forth. The scriptures have shown us that Jesus had a culture where he would go to the mountain far away, isolated from the multitudes, just praying. Just praying. Imagine the importance Jesus put to prayer that before he even started anything called ministry, he spent how many days and how many nights? 40 days. In waiting, praying, fasting. I don't know, guys. If you think it's just by magic, you just step and say, oh yeah, you devil, you think it's magic. There is a place of perseverance in prayer. It's a place where you immerse yourself in prayer. And when you do that, you realize that when you come out of that place, almost anything is in, almost anything is possible. Are you following me? I read the story of this guy. He's called um, Tony of Egypt. He was at, um, was they called them desert um, missionaries. That's what they call them. Deserts. Ishar. Let me just give you the story. You get what I'm saying? So he he had this leading to just go away. You can read him, read about him. I think Tony of Egypt. He went to the wilderness to just be away. He was becoming very popular because of his reach. He was very eloquent. But he went to the wilderness, built a tent, stayed there, and prayed. He just prayed. Stayed there and prayed. Do you know as he was praying, a lot of things were happening in the city. The gospel was gaining ground. Things were just happening in the city. And people started to wonder, where is this guy called Tony? And somehow they started being attracted to the desert. In fact, the, the story say that as he was praying, the devil tried to torment him to stop. Because his prayers were causing a lot of chaos, demon activity in the city. So sometimes even in physical manifestation of animals, like wild animals, they will send, they will come this way, but somehow he said that there was, there was angelic intervention, there was serious warfare. Angelic intervention that saved him from the wild animals. So as he was praying, a lot of people were still were just gathering. It got to a point that this the whole city had come to the wilderness. Because no one was praying. I don't know how it happened, I believe it was supernatural. It's not that they could hear him, but they all gathered. And this guy was like, he doesn't want to be disturbed. He doesn't want to be disturbed. They waited for days outside his tent. Real life story. By the time this guy got out, do you know what happened? The, the, the reports say that as he stepped out, demons, he even said any demons started to flee. People started getting healed. He started to lay hands on people. Immediately. See, if you want even your charismatic ministry to thrive, you must be a person of prayer. It's, it doesn't happen by chance. If you're not a person of prayer, see, many of you, the truth is, it's, it's a vicious cycle you're experiencing. Because, you know, we, you have a, a nice teaching, we tell you, go heal the sick, you know, this sign shall follow them that believe, you walk miracles. You're like, yes, yes, yes. And then you actually go out to try to walk miracles, but guess what? Your prayer life is suffering. If you don't have a consistent, immersive prayer life, you hardly see these things, and you get disappointed. And then it's just a cycle that keep repeating. But that's not you, amen. amen. You linger in prayer. You persevere in prayer. Amen. Say that's my life. That's my life. 
So Jesus spoke simply, he spoke to the tomb, and Lazarus came forth, but he did things behind the scenes. Another guy to remember is Elijah. Imagine what, so many of you don't realize the implications of what Elijah did in his day. He stepped out and he spoke. He said, there will be no rain for three and a half years. No rain. And people were there. People heard him. Guess what? It happened. By the time he had dealt with them, he was fighting for the rain to come back. He stepped out again and commanded that the rain to come. And told King Ahab that he should start going back so that the rain doesn't catch up with him. But when, when you read the story, you know, it sounds so nice when you read um, James 5.17. You see Elijah was a man of like passions, commanded the rains to stop, he commanded them to come back. You're like, this guy is a bad guy. No, uh-uh. But when you look at 1 Kings 18, you see the labels. Do you remember, I think you've shared this story a lot of times, right? He prayed so earnestly, put his head between his knees, prayed, prayed, prayed. He looked up after he was done and said, okay, nothing. Ha, prayed, prayed, second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time. I don't know the duration of all the times, but he prayed. At the seventh time, he looked. Do do you know what that does? Do you know what that means? I beg your pardon. The fact that you are praying, but you know that your prayer has good results. You're expecting to see it. When you pray, you don't just pray idly and Lord to see you have your way, Lord. You know some of your prayers, God is just like, oh, you don't understand. You say, have your way, Lord, whatever your will is. You insist on his will on the earth. Amen. Mm-hmm. If it's all the there's some things you just know. You know. I know there's some things you want to navigate around. You're not sure. Is it God's will or not? But there are some things that are very clear. That this will always be God's will. One of them is the healing of, of a person. The deliverance of a person. The salvation of a person. The prosperity of a person. I'm not just talking financial now. All-round prosperity. It's always God's will. So if you see a deviation from that, guess what? It's your job to insist that God's will be done in that situation. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Elijah prayed. And do you know what he saw after he prayed? The hand, a small cloud that looked like a hand. The description was so that you understand that the evidence was not even so strong. Do you understand? If you want to see rain, you must see dark clouds, plenty of them. But just a small one, and he said, you know what? He didn't even say, let's wait first. Let's see. It's booting, it's booting. 15%. It's booting. Let's wait, let's wait. Immediately he saw the sign, he said, We are, bro, go and quickly tell him um, hey, to run because the rain was going to catch him. <laughs> and man, he said, Elijah is a man like you. He's a man like you. Your prayer can yield results. Are you following me? I'm going to end on this note. When we pray, Can I ask a question? Let me just ask. Is there anything that you might not feel makes you better, but you know it makes you better, or you know it changes you? Maybe I should rephrase that question. Let me rephrase that question. Um, how do I put it now? 
Is there anything that you will do or that you experience that is actually changing you but you don't necessarily feel it's changing? Parents correction. Sorry? Anything else? Eating healthy. Eating healthy, breathing, right? Sleep. Okay. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is this, right? A similar case in salvation. When you got saved, how was the experience for you? Did you feel goosebumps? I think I did actually, to be honest. I did have goosebumps. I was emotional, but it was more than that. Did you have electricity shocks? Did you feel heat in your hands? And did you somehow, you know, you were bit, you know, the plus side and sick? Just, ah, I believe in Jesus. As we are saying, it just, the curse now came out. Is that what happened? You, you look the same. In fact, some people, you know, you know, who knew you in your own life will still regard you that same way. They couldn't tell sometimes until after a while, right? The same thing happens in prayer. When you pray, there's something called your spirit man. Hmm? That guy needs to eat. And how he grows is through prayer, through edification of the spirit. You might not feed him grow. It's not like as you are praying, that, 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 eh, 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 like, <laughs> like balloons. No, that's not how it works. You just realize that there are things you could not do, but now you can do them. You just realize that it's easier for me to work miracles than before. It's easier for me to work longer nights than before. It's easier for me to stay long in prayer than before. See, if you want to know how to pray longer, pray longer. <laughs> the more you pray, the more you have the ability to pray more. It's just a beautiful cycle. But as you are praying today, just have it at the back and at the front of your mind. I'm better. My capacity is growing. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better. The wisdom of the Lord increases in my life. The favor of the Lord increases in my life. I grow in revelation. I grow in charismatic proficiency. Are you following me? Yes, know it. You don't need to feel anything to know it. Know it. It says, this is the confidence that we have. Have that confidence today as we pray. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The last thing I want to say to you, I know I said the last thing. You know we preachers, we have that we are saying the last thing. But this is the last thing before we pray. Open your Bibles to Mark 11. Very quickly. Mark 11, chapter 23. Man, many of you are going to start experiencing victories like never before. Like you thought you've been, you've been overcoming temptations. Get ready to see more. More victories. Talking financially now. You know you can express victory financially. Yes, sir. Just get ready. Some of you have been harboring desires to serve the Lord. You've actually told the Lord, I actually want to serve you. I don't know how. Today you'll get that clarity. Amen. I'm not joking. Today you'll get that clarity. Amen. You, you're going to get that clarity today. Amen. Amen. So get ready. Expect things from God. Receive. You know, we're going to have a time where we talk about supernatural direction as we're praying. Later on as we pray. God is going to speak to many of you. Get your writing parts, your, your notepads. Get it ready. God is going to speak. I remember when... Please remind me to come back to what I was going to say. Mark 11. 
<laughs> I remember when I was in my 200 level. And how God speaks. God is not limited by the way He speaks. I hope you know. He's not limited. He has different ways to speak to you. And I was just on my way to the lecture theater. There was meant to be a program there. And I was walking and I felt this strong urge to bring out my viral and my pen. But that's the same thing, my, my viral and my book. I felt that strong urge to do that. And I went down, sat down. I was one of the first people to get there. I sat down. You didn't clap for me. I thought I was one of the first people to get there. Yes. They said it for me. I sat down. And I brought out my brought, brought out my book. Whenever I feel that urge, I don't I don't stop it. And I started to write number one, this, number two, this, number three, this. I wrote up to 150 topics within 30 minutes. I'm not joking. 150 topics that I'm going to write in a devotion, in devotionals. Those devotionals you see are a product of that. Maybe along the way we just tweaked some words to change it, but that was that book was stolen. It broke my heart, and that's why I've been going to do that ever since. <laughs> but I wrote, I wrote everything down, and it just showed to me that man, when God wants to speak, He will speak. In, he speaks all the time. You will get that direction you need today. Twenty twenty two will be so easy. In January, you will know what you're going to do. In February, you know what's going to happen. My mom will tell you, did you hear it? Don't worry, I didn't know. I saw it coming. Nothing will take you by surprise. Amen. Amen. Mark 11, verse 23. Thank you, Jesus. When it comes to God, see, if you want to, if you want to roll with God, if you want to roll with the big boys, you need to expand your mind. You need to expand your mind. God's mind already is infinite. You need to try and catch up. There's something. I mean, oh, glory to God. Just, just, just think outside the box when you talk with God. It says above anything you can ask or imagine. Come on, ask the God you serve. Amen. Amen. Ruth, it's so good to see you, and you look lovely, by the way. Um, verse twenty-three. Verse 22 is very funny. I like verse 22, so I'm going to start from verse 22. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. No, it sounds like have faith in God, but it's have faith in God now. That's actually what it meant. If you read the, the previous chapter, Jesus saw a fig tree and he spoke to him. He said, You're not bearing fruit, so I curse you. Curse you, man. And then he walked, they kept going. He kept moving. By the time they came back, So you expected that I will say it with her and it will not have faith in God. Do you see how it ties now? Sometimes you need to talk to yourself that way. So I wait, are you are you actually doubting that what you just pray to God will not happen? It will happen. Can I have faith in God? Sometimes you talk to yourself. Look at this. Look at what Jesus says. He now said, let me school these guys. Let me teach them something. Verse 23. Let's, let's read it. For assuredly I say to you, 
whoever says to this mountain, he found the biggest obstruction he could find. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says will be done. He will what? Ah. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you ask when you pray, are you listening? Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you what? Receive them and you what? Look at the sequence. Whatever you ask, believe that you received it and you what? You have it. There's some things that will take two years to manifest in your life, even though you've been praying about it. But guess what? It will still happen. God is faithful. Always will be faithful. Always will be faithful. And so when we're going to pray now, I want you to pray with all fervency. But you're not praying long because God is not hearing you. You're telling him, see, I trust you. There's a point you get to when you pray that you just know it's done. It's not about, oh, is it when it's 20 minutes, we put 20 minutes to pray, then we'll now know. It's when you know that you know that you know that it's done. In fact, feel free if we say in Jesus' name we pray, and you know it's not done, you still want to pray, be praying. I want to stop here, I promise. But there are a lot of things you need to settle on this place. For your family, for your health, for your business, for your relationship, for your relationship. Mm. <laughs> if you marry wrong, you're in trouble. Wrong. I'm sorry. If you marry wrong, this messed up. So this is the time to settle these things. Some of you, my, your problem is not that all the wrong guys are coming after you. Is that nobody? Nobody is coming. It's a supernatural place. Maybe I told you about Tony of Egypt. I was in the desert. They found him. They will find you. They will find you. And it's not just the one with the good ones. I'm talking to my brother too, just in case. Did you get it? It always happened. Are you ready to pray? Yes, That's why I said pray. So we read that. It says, whatever you ask when you pray, believe that you receive it and you have it. That's the formula we're working with now. So I want you to just step into the possibilities of God. Anything that is on your mind to pray for, and I want to just help you out. Pray for yourself. This time you have to pray for yourself, pray for yourself. Pray about your future. Pray about your career. Pray about your, your family. Pray about your ministry. Pray about anything that comes to your mind. Pray about your academics and your education. Pray about it. Come on, pray right now. Pray right now. Pray right now. Pray right now. Pray like you know something is happening. Pray like you know that as you're yeah, things are happening in other places. You're indicated geographically, but your prayers can spread across the earth. I am super confident that this has been a blessing to you. Keep praying with it and let these words drive you to action to live in the fullness of the will of God for your life. Stick around for more. God bless you. I love you.